Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. Today, we are going to talk astrology with Carmen Turner Shop. Carmen is an MSW, LISW, is, is a practicing licensed clinical social worker, astrologer, writer, and teacher with national and international clientele. She has been working as an astrological counselor and with victims of trauma for over 25 years. She received her undergraduate degree in psychology from Fontbonne University in St. Louis in 1997 and completed her master's of social work degree at Washington University in St. Louis in 1999. She is a published author and has written six books her most recent book, The Mysteries of the 12th Astrological House Fallen Angels, is out now. Carmen has been researching the 8th and 12th Astrological Houses for the past 25 years. An 8th and 12th house person herself, she has personally experienced the energies and lessons of these two very spiritually transforming houses. Welcome, Carmen. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for everybody who has supported the podcast. So there's so many ways you can support the podcast and the work that I'm doing. One, you can spread the word about the podcast. So share the podcast with someone you know, repost my anything on social media. If you are a therapist listening to the podcast and you have a client who you think would benefit, share it with them. This podcast has grown completely organically. I've never done advertising. I've never done anything to boost the podcast. It is all because of you all sharing the podcast. And we are coming up on a million downloads, which is amazing. Other ways that you can support the podcast is through Patreon. So if you would like to become a patron, you can go to Patreon, put in Dr. Amy Robbins. You can find different tiers to support the podcast at the $5, 10 or $20 level or any other denomination. And my $20 supporters do get once quarterly Zoom calls with me. They've been fabulous. 
for a while I was doing them for all the supporters, but now I am closing that down to just the $20 a month supporters. I really want to honor those who are really committed to supporting the podcast. So thank you so much. And I just want to point out what a difference this makes for me. The podcast is just supported by me. Uh, I don't have advertisers yet, although I would love some. I don't have sponsors, although that would be great. So right now, the, the podcast is supported by you all. And I'm so grateful. If you benefit from the podcast, if your life has shifted or changed as a result of the podcast, please help me continue to help you have on these great guests. Also, follow me on Instagram, Dr. Amy Robbins. I love hearing from my listeners, trying to do my best to be quick to respond. And lastly, rate review and subscribe. That is super important. Um, Podcasts show up in people's algorithms is by other people subscribing and rating and reviews being higher. I also love reading the reviews so you can rate the podcast, but you can also review the podcast. Thank you all for all of your support, for all of your love, for all of your helping to collectively raise the consciousness of this planet. I'm so incredibly grateful. So astrology for me is something that it seems like it has a hard time sticking in my mind, no matter how many people I've talked to, no matter how many times I've tried. So can you let us know what is the 12th house? Yes. So the 12th house is one of the 12 houses that astrologers look at when we we look at your natal chart or your birth chart. And the birth chart is a map of your soul. So it really shows um, what your soul is here to learn and why you came here and what your gifts and strengths are. And how we calculate that is based on your, your month and day and year of birth, your exact time of birth, which is very important, and your place of birth. And that is how we can get the most accurate personality profile is what I call it, because it really is a snapshot of who you are on a deeper level. And, and when we look at the houses, how, how it kind of relates is that there's 12 zodiac signs, there's 12 astrological signs. So most people know what their sun sign is, right? So when, this, when you're born, the sun is in a certain area of the sky, and then that's your sun. But there's so much more to your personality because we have uh, the moon sign, which is your emotional nature, and your rising sign, which is how people perceive you and how you deal with stress. So there's so many things about you, your personality that an astrologer can look at and really validate your experiences in life. And when I started uh, learning about astrology, I have a lot of planets in the 12th. And I wanted to learn more about that because I always felt different from everyone in my family. And I always had very intuitive, strange experiences happen to me that I couldn't explain. I would just know things or I would dream things. And I always wondered, why am I this way? And when I started teaching astrology to myself at age 16, I realized it's because I'm a 12th house person, which means I have the sun my main identity is in this, this secret of mystical house. And it really validated my experiences. So the 12th house is ruled by the sign Pisces. So in your chart, it looks like a wheel and there's 12 houses and each sign will fall on one of those houses, depending on the time of your birth, place, date, and year. So so, ten, so yeah. let me let me stop you for a second. I want to make sure I'm understanding this. So the, the 12th 12 houses are the 12 uh, signs, the 12 signs. 
they're the 12 areas of life and each sign will fall on one of those uh, in one of those areas um, of life when you look at your birth chart. So let me let me explain. Okay. So when when you're born, yeah. say, you know, you're you're on Earth, when you look at the sky, um, when you're born, all of the planets are in a certain star constellation, which are the signs, and they are in a certain area of the sky, which astrologers break the, the sky up into 12 sections. Those sections are houses. And when you're born, you're going to have a totally different chart than, than me. Or, and even twins can have a slightly different chart depending on the time. Because the planets are moving through those star constellations, through those areas of life. So what we do is we take that, that picture of the sky and put it on a piece of paper. And that's your birth chart. So it, it matches what was going on when you were born, which astrologers believe that your soul entered when it enters into the, the earth realm, that is your chart. So the time is so important uh, to astrologers because it changes, it can change everything. Okay. So some people, you know, when they ask me, I'm like, we really need to know that you're more than just your sun sign. You have a lot of different things we can look at, which are the the areas of the sky, which are the houses. So for instance, the first house is the house of identity, your physical appearance, you know, how people perceive you and on the wheel. The second house is the house of money, finance, security, safe, you know, where you feel safe. It's all about learning to love yourself and value what you value. The third house is communication, you know, writing, speaking, basic knowledge, short journeys, it's all about learning things, right? And communicating. The fourth house is your house of home and family. It's your roots, your childhood, what kind of childhood you had. We can look at the fourth house and see how your parents were, what kind of, of home you make as when you become an adult and what kind of issues and maybe challenges you have in that area. The fifth house is, is our creativity, the house of children, self-expression, love affairs, pleasure, gambling, sports, anything that's fun and pleasurable is fifth house. And then the sixth house is our house of health. It's it's our medical house. It's what kind of uh, illnesses we might have, what kind of vulnerabilities we have to the environment, our coworkers, kind of our work ethic, right, is our sixth house. And then the seventh house is the house of relationships and partnership and marriage. So when we look at the seventh house, the sign that's on that house when, in your birth chart, will show what kind of people you attract and that you're attracted to, uh, the kind of partner that would be compatible with you. And then the eighth house is the house of death, rebirth, transformation. It's like the phoenix is what I call the eighth house, but it's a house of psychic abilities and hidden things, secrets. It's similar energy to the 12th house, which I'll talk about in a minute. And then the ninth house is the house of long distance travel, foreign culture, foreign travel, uh, higher education, you know, going to college, studying, learning, religion, philosophy, law, all those things are related to the ninth house movement. Really, people that have ninth house placements are typically, they travel, they find themselves overseas at some point. They may marry someone from another culture or country or background than they have. It's very common because that's all about the ninth house, right? Mm -hmm. It's really a house of faith and hope. 
So if people have planets there, especially if it's sun or moon, they tend to be born with an internal faith in a higher power and just faith in the positive side of life. Or it's a positive kind of energy of the ninth, right? And I'll explain why in a minute. Then the 10th house is, is ruled by career. So it's all about your work and the limelight, your public image and what career or what challenges or strengths and things that might happen in your life in the career area. And then the 11th house is our house of groups, friendship, and acquaintances, and humanitarian causes that, that affect large groups of people. And then the 12th is the last house. It's my favorite. It is the house of spirituality, uh, oneness with God, um, secrets, intuition, mystical experiences, escapism, addiction, um, service to others helping other people. It's the house of angels and spirit guides and anything that is deep and, and mystical is the 12th house. It's it's also very um, hidden and secretive type of energy, but also very idealistic. A lot of people that have planets there are very idealistic. And so the reason that each of these houses has those um, you know energies and things I'm talking about is because it's ruled by a sign. So Aries starts the Zodiac and it just goes in order. Aries is the house of self, the first house. Taurus is the second house of money. Gemini is the third house. Cancer is the fourth. It rules those areas. So the traits of those signs are how we get the energies and the issues of the houses. So you said Pisces rules the 12th 12. house. Yes. So that just means that the energy of Pisces those traits are similar to what I say, what the 12th house is related to. Got yes. it. Okay. Okay. I, I think I'm understanding maybe for the yes. first time ever. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I try to teach it on a basic level. So once you know the signs, then you can know the houses then you can look at the planets. Then you can look at your chart and start looking, okay, that symbol is this. Okay, that's my son. It's a symbolic language. It's just symbols on the chart, but you can learn uh, what the symbols mean, you know, by a basic book or chart. And, and I recommend getting with an astrologer to have them explain it on a basic level. So you Yeah, really and I've had my natal chart, right? I was trying to find it before I got on with you to see where my planets were. Okay. So, so we have, we have the 12 houses that yes. are ruled by the different astrological signs. Yes. Then you have planets that fall in those houses. 
Yes. And that's your birth chart. And it all has to do with your, your day, year, time, and place of birth. So for instance, anyone born on August 25th is going to be a Virgo, Virgo Mm -hmm. sun. The sun is in the sign of Virgo in the sky for anyone born that day. Right. Now the year will change things and the time and place. So the time, even twins, if they're born two hours apart, the, the house placement of the sun can change. The moon sign can change because it changes every two to three days. You know, Venus can change because some of the planets move more quickly through this, through the constellations. Some are, are there forever. So, you know, they talk about the Pluto uh, and Scorpio generation. That means everyone born at a certain time a year is going to have Pluto in the sign Scorpio in their chart. It's going to be in a different house based on what time you're born. So that's why the time is so important. A lot of people ask me, I want to know my chart, but I don't know my time. It's very hard to do an accurate personality chart or a map of your soul without the time. Now, some people know they're born in the early morning between a certain two hour period. I am able to narrow down an accurate chart for someone at times if they kind of know a timeline. If their mother or their parents said, I know you were born between eight and nine. It can change a lot of things, but when I start working with people based on their life experience, it should validate what their life experience. So I'll know if I have an accurate chart or not, because you'll know, you'll know if it fits you. It's very much a science and it's very much about energy. It's energy and it's personality. And that's kind of why I love it so much. And what I use it for is on a very basic level to understand myself and others and to help people know their strengths. And, and to overcome challenges and to become more resilient. That's why I love astrology as a counselor, because it really can help people learn about themselves and accept their strengths, their challenges, and then to work on those and to make life a little bit easier. So what is it about the eighth and 12th house for you? Particularly, this book is on the 12th house, but your previous book was on the eighth house. What is it about those two houses that yeah. resonate with you so strongly? Yes. So as, as a, as a counselor and just as a astrologer, the, the spiritual houses are really three houses. I focus more on the eighth and 12th, but we also have to throw in the fourth house. So the fourth, eighth and 12th are the water houses. So they are ruled by Pisces, Cancer and Scorpio, which are very psychic, very intuitive, very sensitive and, and, and very mystical type of energies, right? So when planets fall in those houses, it makes the person very naturally spiritual, but they dream things, they know things, they feel different from other people because they're living in a spiritual world. They see the world in a spiritual way, not in a materialistic way. So that's why they often feel very different from others because they're, they want to learn, why am I here? What is the purpose of life? I'm a soul, right? And, and so people that have those planets and those houses from a young age ask those questions and their parents often can't answer it for them. So that's kind of what happened to me. Um, my, when I was young, you know, I would feel things, I would dream things. I was a, a sleepwalker, you know, all of these things. My mother just couldn't, didn't know what to, what to tell me. Like I had a dream about someone and it would happen. No one could explain that to me in a practical way. And so learning more about these houses, I started doing research after an experience I had. I was uh, 16. 
woke up one night and there was a glowing ball light in my doorway. And yeah, and that's what mm-hmm. actually led me to becoming an astrologer. I had always believed in angels and I was always just born spiritual. Um, and I and my parents never really raised me to go to church. And I just was born that way. So that's why I believe in astrology, because it, it all validated me and my my experience. But I saw that and I, I yelled for my mother. I couldn't I had no voice. I was like frozen. And it seemed like hours while I watched it. And I realized the only thing I had control of was my mind. And I was able to just pray and say, please don't come in my room. Please don't come in my room. <laughs> you know, and, and it was just fear of the unknown. I mean, now mm-hmm. that I'm older, I'm like, why didn't I get up? Well, I was 16. I, I didn't know anything about spirituality or, or any of these things. So I finally, after watching it for hours, I yelled, mom. And I finally had a voice. I don't know if it released me. I don't know. And she saw it too. And that was the first time my mother really saw something or felt something that I had told her. She did not know what to think. She thought it was a lot. Maybe it's a lightning bug. Maybe someone's shining a flashlight in. I'm like, no, it's huge. It was about the size of a softball. And it was translucent, watery, glowing, white, yellow, right? I believe it was an angel or spirit guy. That, that's what I believe. I, I was afraid because it was the unknown. Now, if it, it had wings and it, and it looked like an angel, I wouldn't have been afraid. But it was a glowing ball. So it mm-hmm. was a, mm-hmm. I don't know. So after that, my mother's like, an alien coming for me, like an orb. It was an orb, you know, and I read about the pyramids and I started studying all these things after this experience. And I picked up my first astrology book and I read about sun sign Virgo, which is me. And I read about the sun in the 12th house. And that explained my life. And I started teaching myself astrology and I started doing it on friends and family for fun, just for practice. And then when I was 19 in college, I started doing it really often for people for free. And it started out, it became a side job for me. People wanted to pay me, you know, and I became an astrologer and I would do charts. I would help people. I would meet people in grad school and I would analyze their chart. You know, I was going to be a social worker. So people there were interested and I just loved it. And, and I felt like I was helping people. And so that's what I've always used it for is to help people validate their life. And what I found was that people with 12th house sun and moon and different planets shared all of these similar abilities and experiences. And what they shared was dreams. They were vivid dreamers. They dreamed of things in depth. I had so many validate my own experience. You know, I dreamed about my my grandmother and I, I, it was, it was a very strange dream where she came towards me and she was trying to tell me something I, I couldn't hear. And when I woke up, I had a bad feeling and I just felt like something's going to happen and I couldn't explain it. And I told my dad, call her all day. It bothered me all day. The next day, she was fine, you know, that day, the next day, and he called her, everything was okay, but something was wrong. I could feel it. And my dad called her, everything was fine, went to bed that next day. And my mother woke me up at two in the morning and said she passed away in her sleep that next mm-hmm. night. And that's the kind of thing that changed my life because I became, I wanted to know why, why do I do these things that I'm doing? Does it matter which planet is in which house? I'm assuming it does. It does. Uh, the the houses to me, you know, and other astrologers might disagree, but I believe the houses are more important than the sign the planets are in. So if you have if you have three or more planets in one house, we call that a stellium in astrology. That means the energy is very powerful of that house 
So the so sun you- is in Gemini for me. I was born in, okay. in June. So I, okay. my, my sun sign is in Gemini. I'm so annoyed that I couldn't find my chart. And because I always like examples. And my son is also in a house. Yes. So you, one, you just to... one house or two yeah. houses. Or, so each, each planet is in a sign in a house. Yes. In your birth chart. And you will look, you want to look that up and analyze what the meaning is of the planet in the sign. So sun and Gemini, you can look that up in books. You want to look up sun in the 12th house, sun in the eighth house, wherever your chart is. Is but, it, in, but it is not in more than one house. No, but sometimes it's on a cusp. We call it a cusp. Like what day or what date are you born? The 12th. You're not on a cusp. If you were like on the, we call it oh, the like the 19th, like the, yeah. Yeah. Then you would, you would have traits of both Gemini and cancer because you're, the sun is right. kind of moving to cancer, but you're a true Gemini. Yes. So you're, it's, but I don't think I am, but I am. <laughs> well, if that, okay, then that tells me that your son in Gemini is probably in one of the water houses or earth houses. It's in a house that, that makes you feel different than a normal Gemini trait. But I will uh, tell you, you are in a Gemini field, career field, because you are doing radio and podcast and talking to people and communicating. That is Gemini strength is, is broadcasting, journalism, writing, teaching, uh, radio. So you're doing a Gemini kind of career field, really. But okay. I bet the sun might be in the 12th house is what I'm thinking or eighth. This is what I said to another radio show host I was uh, talking to. And, and, and it was because she was very into spirituality and a counselor or a psychologist too. So going into psychology, that tells me you probably have some water, a strong water energy in your chart, Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio, or those three houses, fourth, 12th or eighth. I'd have to see your chart to know, but there's something in there that I could validate why you became a counselor or psychologist. So how much flexibility is there when you have a chart that says a certain thing? Like if you're a kid and you get your astrological chart read and you have any clue what that means, actually, you know, my daughter's 16, almost 16. If I did this for her, how much can you shift away from who your sort of personality stamp? Sure. That's a great question. So, so I believe in two things. I, number one, I believe in free will. And so the one thing that Edgar Casey said, he's one of the famous uh, American psychics. I love Edgar Casey. I read a lot of his books. He said, astrology is fact, but there's no greater power over a man than his own will, mm-hmm. his own willpower. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that that's why I believe people should have their chart done at an early age because it can really help them because if you wait till you're older, there's so many things you could have prevented. And that's why I believe that once we know ourselves and we know different energies of our chart, we can prevent certain things from happening. So if, if I see someone has Pluto in the seventh house and, and I meet them at a young age, I would advise them. It's better for you to marry later in life and to make sure you have strong boundaries of people and that you attract healthy people that aren't abusive or uh, controlling or, or dominant over you, right? Because that shows a lot of abuse abuse in, in relationships or intense relationships. So I just, I give them tips just to let them be aware of that energy. And so they could avoid marrying someone that is abusive, okay? Because 
there's certain things you can learn, but I believe some things are meant to happen to us no matter what we do. And the chart will show that. And, and some of those things are like your North node, the North node in an astrology chart is your sole mission this lifetime. There is no getting away from that. We have to learn the energy, the sign that the North node is in. We have to become that sign, those traits, those personality traits. We're learning to become something very different than we're, we're comfortable with. That's why the North node is so important. But there's some things in the chart that can be avoided or it can be validated. If you have, you know, for instance, when I had my chart done at 19, the first time ever, the astrologer said to me, your son is in Virgo, but it's in the 12th house. And, and he said to me, anything you put before God will get taken away from you. And I'm like, wow. Mm. And, and that kind of scared me, but it, it made me pay attention. I said, can you explain, you know, yeah. and he said, you have to be spiritual. And if you put anything above a connection with God or a higher power and helping other people, your life will be harder. Okay. And I know he's right now, but at the time I'm mm -hmm. 19, I mean, you know, we don't, we're young and, but now I know astrology that helped me because I never forgot what he said to me. So I always meditated. I always had a, always tried to be spiritual and I've always tried to focus on that. And I've seen in my life when I've got too focused on the material world or work or, a, or love or a relationship, you know, in my younger days, it would end badly, you know, so because I was neglecting what I'm really meant to be doing. So if we're neglecting our destiny, the universe will force us into where we need to be. And that's when we feel like we have painful experiences and, and all these things, but without pain and suffering, which is all about this 12th house, we would never become spiritual. We wouldn't question things. If our life was perfect and we never had to go through challenges, we would never become deeply spiritual, in my opinion. And so that's kind of the lesson of 12th house people, people that have planets there. And also anyone that has a lot of Pisces. So Pisces sun sign people are going to resonate with my book because it's all about Pisces energy. So when you say a lot of sun signs, it would be whatever the three, I don't, this is how little I know about astrology, although it's finally making a little bit more sense to me today. Good, good. There will be three or four, there's three sun signs. There, there's 12, there's 12 signs. That I know, that and, I've got. And, and there's, there's earth, air, fire, and water, the elements. Okay. Right. So and, three, 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 and three. Three, three. Three of each, yes. And then, um, so when this, when you're born, the date, right? The sun in the sky is in one right. of those constellations, right? You're either a fire sign, a wind, a water sign, air sign, air sign. Or, yes. So you're, a, you're so Gemini. Gemini is air. Okay. So the three air signs are Gemini, um, Libra. In Aquarius, they're air. The earth signs are Virgo, Capricorn, and Taurus. The water signs are Cancer, Pisces, and Scorpio. And, the, and then the fire signs are Leo, Aries, and Sagittarius. When we look at the houses, the, the 12 houses, first house is ruled by Aries. Okay, so everything about Aries personality is related to the first house. So if you have a lot of planets in the first house, you're going to feel a lot like an Aries, okay? Mm. And then if you have a lot, if you have a lot of planets or 
in the in the second house, it's the house of Taurus. It may, okay, see your son is in the in the Taurus house, second house, but it's in Gemini. It's going to tone down your air energy, and you're going to feel a little bit more earthy and practical, and and maybe more grounded than a normal Gemini. Okay, so the the houses are important because they change your energy. Got it. But you might not have a sign in the house. Yeah, are you you you'll have a sign on the cusp of the house no matter what and but you may not have planets in every house yeah they're like why is my house why is that house empty it just is you you know it's okay it's not a bad thing so we look at the sign on the cusp of the house to give an interpretation of how you're going to be with that area of life mm. you could spend your whole lifetime studying astrology and i'm still learning new things i mean it's a science it, it's there's health astrology medical astrology i mean there's where you live, there's astrology, astrocartography. Where yeah, I had someone on to talk about yeah. that a, a while ago. So if anybody's interested, yeah. I think it was in January of 2020. Yes, we talked about astrocartography because it's energy. So when you when you know your accurate birth chart, we can look at how the different areas of the world affect you and where is best for you to live for career, home, love, everything. These things are so in-depth. You could spend, there's so much you can learn about astrology. That's why I love mm-hmm. it. I try to keep it basic and, and teach people the basic energies and, and about themselves and others because it's a tool of self-awareness. That's how yeah. I feel. Yeah. And as a counselor, I want to help people learn more about themselves and others. And when we understand that people aren't really trying to hurt us or they can't help the way they are because some we're born with a personality. And, you know, and, and I try to teach people, you know, we have our strengths, we have our weaknesses, every sign does. And it's, and we have, you know, bad and good traits, you know, some signs get beat up a little more than others, but I can find something positive about every 12 uh, astrological signs there. And I can find something positive in, in their weaknesses can be overcome by understanding, okay, I need to slow down and be more patient, you know, for Aries, they're impulsive. They go on their gut instinct. They have a temper. They have, they get angry and I can feel it from Aries. And like, how did you know? And and they can hide it. But I'm like, you have a hidden temper. They tend to impulsively do things and then later regret it because they don't think they, they want action and they want quick results. So their life gets easier when they slow down and they, they don't send that email when they're upset, they wait till they're not. And they, then they can be more practical and not just react to things. So if you were working with someone like this and they came into you without their chart, mm-hmm. do you recommend, you know what, let's get a chart read for you so we can see where, what you're sort of predisposed to. Oh, and yes. then with that, we can work with that to understand a little bit more about you. Yes. Like as, as a, especially at work. I always ask when people's birthdays are who I work for, my bosses. I always want to know their at least their sun sign. Now I don't go so far, you know, because I'm in a practical job. Uh, when when are you born? You know, they might think I'm a little strange, but um, if I know they're open or they find out, you know, I keep kind of what I do private at my normal job. Um, they know me because I talk. You know, they know I believe in astrology the way I talk because I'm always, "What's your birthday? Oh, you're Virgo." You know, so they know I'm into this stuff but they don't know I write books. You know, some people have no idea I write books. Really? They They've never Google, Googled you, huh? If they Google me, they'll know. Now people know more because I'm sharing more on my Facebook pages, uh, not my main page, but even my cousin did not know I had a book published. 
because I don't post a lot on my personal Facebook page mm-hmm. where I have coworkers and you know people. But the, the word is kind of getting out, and I'm okay with it. It was hard at first because the sun in the twelfth house, twelfth house people like to be behind the scenes. They're shy. Mm-hmm. They're private. They're sensitive. They don't want to be judged. So that's kind of I've had this you know behind the scenes persona, so to speak. So now that I know I'm the feeling. Face, I know the feeling. You know the feeling. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we got to come out. You know and be vulnerable which right. can and and that's what I'm trying to do because I have to I have to do this I know I'm it's my north node I'm meant to write books I'm meant to teach people the basics but but 12th house people um I started doing a lot of research trying to help and I started a Facebook group called the 12th astrological house when Facebook was pretty new back like in 2011 and I've had this Facebook group. We have about 13,000 members from all over the world. And they all have planets in the 12th house. Some people are, are very much advanced astrologers. Some don't know anything. They just realize they have a bunch of 12th house planets and they're scared. What does this mean? And we help them. You know, they post their, I'm the admin and they post their charts and people uh, give free advice and we support each other. It's really, I've tried to make it a support group because people share very deep, intense things in, in this group. And so as a counselor, I'm always, I will block people and remove them if there's any kind of um, conflict or bullying, it's not allowed. So this group is a very peaceful group. Um, I also have an eighth house group, which is, is, is a little bit more intense because it has to do with Scorpio energy, right? Scorpio. So the eighth house is ruled by Scorpio. Yes. Got it. Okay. They listen to me talking the language. Yeah. Death, (laughs) rebirth, uh, transformation, strength. I mean, Scorpios are very private. They're, they don't like to be vulnerable. They're, they have a hard time trusting people, but they usually experience a lot of experiences with losing someone close to them, okay, and mm-hmm. loss. That's why the eighth house is associated with Scorpio because it's the house of, of death and rebirth and, and losing loved ones and inheritance and other people's resources and sacrifice. You know, all those things that Scorpios feel so deeply, you know, they're ruled by Pluto. So Pluto energy is is associated with the eighth house. Neptune rules Pisces. So Pisces mystical spiritual energy is why the 12th house is spiritual mm. and mystical. Got so it. You, you kind of start so Neptune is ruled by Pisces and Pisces is the 12th house sign. The twi- yeah, Pisces and Neptune uh, rule the, the 12th astrological house. Yeah. Okay. And it never changed. That will never change what energies rule each house. And what planet is associated with each house, that won't change. What will change is uh, based on your time of birth in mm-hmm. place. It'll change where the planets are, uh, what house they're in, and what signs are on the cusp of all those 12 houses, mm-hmm. which is another thing we interpret. We interpret all of it. And it's it's all very, very interesting energy. But um, the 12th house is really... People that have planets there are meant to be spiritual, and I call them fallen angels because they often feel like they're not from Earth. Mm. They often tell me, "I feel like I'm adopted. I feel like I'm an alien. Uh, I why am I so sensitive?" They're very compassionate. They feel people's pain. They're empaths. I was going to say, I just I just interviewed Dr. Judith Orloff about empaths, and it yeah. so, it sounds to me like it would be an interesting study to do empath astrology to see how many of them have planets in their 12th house. Oh, I guarantee they do. I did research on people that were in AA, 
Al-Anon mm-hmm. uh, or a- addiction to alcohol because Neptune rules addiction and it rules Pisces. So it rules the 12th house. So alcohol specifically is associated with Pisces, alcohol addiction, because it's a way to escape from the world. Mm-hmm. Drug addiction is a way to numb our emotions and to escape. And the real world is very hard on 12th house people because they're so sensitive emotionally. Right, right. So the greatest lesson of Pisces, anyone with a Pisces sun or Pisces energy or 12th house planets, the greatest lesson they can learn is to, is to have boundaries, to have boundaries, to be able to tell people no, to stand up for themselves, not to be walked on, not mm-hmm. to be bullied because they're givers, they're empaths. And they want to help and they draw people that have problems. I used to think I had a sign on my back that said, come to me if you need help. And that was how I felt. And I, and all people that have a lot of Pisces and 12th house, they feel that they attract people with pain. And they do because they're like a fallen angel that people are drawn to them. They're sensitive, compassionate nature, and they want to tell them all their problems. Mm-hmm. That's why I became a counselor, because everyone would come up to me and tell me their problems. And I would listen. And it, since I was 13. So it's 12th house energy, which was just who I was. But, you know, at the time I didn't understand it. Now I meet people. And so I used to think I was the only one that dreamed things that happened until I started meeting other 12th house people. They all have dreams that happen. They all have Mm -hmm. dreamed of of a loved one passing away. And then they did. Mm -hmm. Or they dreamed of a natural disaster or event. And it happened in the world. I mean, it's very common. And it's because it's the house of dreams, the unconscious. The cosmic consciousness, 12th house rules all those things, sleep, dreams, meditation, relaxation, all those things. So Carmen, can we switch real quickly and do a quick speed round? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Because this, this was really helpful for me. I want to go, I'm going to dig a little deeper to find my, my chart and find where that, when I had it read, what, where the email is for that. So, okay. Quick questions. Spirituality means spirituality means helping other people and serving others what is something you're grateful for right now i am grateful for my stability my family what's something people don't know about you i almost became a nun and and i'm not even catholic and that is a 12th house thing too (laughs) Uh, i meet a lot of son in the 12th house people that wanted to go in the monastery Hmm. And, and I, I thought I was meant to do that because of these experiences that I had. And, and I'm like, this is crazy. I'm not even Catholic. Like what? And I would, I was getting all these brochures and I almost became a Carmelite nun. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I want to get married and have kids someday. So I didn't go that route, but (laughs) I, I did almost become a nun. Wow. What is one thing you're looking forward to right now? I'm looking forward to seeing how my daughter grows and, and matures. She's 18. She's a senior. She'll be going to college next year. And I'm really excited to see how her life unfolds. She's interested in being a, a psychologist and, and helping people and going into this kind of career field. She wants to teach, uh, be a professor of psychology, or, and she loves art. So I'm, I'm excited to see how my daughter's life unfolds. Mm-hmm. What book are you reading? I'm reading Emotional Detox Now hmm. by Sherry Ann Boyle. It's a great book. She had me on her show. Um, it has like all these tips on how to, to get connected to your emotions and how to emotionally detox. And uh, I'm reading that now. Okay. What is your favorite spiritual or healing practice? 
I love I love to listen to to music and meditate and just beautiful, you know, soothing music like Enya, mm-hmm. just piano or Native American flutes, you know, all of that, and just sit in my spiritual room and just um detach and and have that alone time, which is a is a big 12th house thing. I need my alone time more than most people. I like to be by myself. That's how I recoup my energy and recover to go back out into the world. But what is what was the most transformative experience of your life? Probably when I lost I lost a, a friend through gun violence at a young age. Oh. I was sixteen, and uh, and she died um, in an accident, and she passed away. That was the first person I ever knew that died. That was my eighth house moon in Chiron and Jupiter. That eighth house experience I had at a young age uh, that changed me uh, very much. So. Wow. Well, Carmen, if people want to reach out to you, do you do astrological readings for non-clients or do you only do people you work with clinically? Oh, no, I I, I do this mostly for people that I don't work with. Okay. Yes. So okay. For anyone out there. I do consultations. I do have a wait list because I've been I've been focused on writing and I, I have another two books coming out next year. So I'm kind of getting those drafts going. And so, but I will um, get to it if you're, if you're patient and someone really wants me to look at their chart and they know they have 12th and 8th house planets specifically, um, I will make time to do it for them. Okay. So where can they find you and where can they find your books? Yes. My books are on Amazon. If you Google Carmen Turner shot, you'll find all my books. I have a 8th house book, a 12th house book. I have a planets through the houses book. I have a Christianity uh, an astrology book, you know, all kinds of books out there. But Sun Signs, Houses, and Healing is also my newest book, and it is very a basic beginner's guide. I recommend looking at it as well if you're just dabbling into astrology. And then the the Twelfth House, Fallen Angels. Uh, but you can find me also on Facebook, Carmen Turner Shot Writer. You can find me on Instagram, Carmen Turner Shot Author, uh, and Deep Soul Divers Astrology uh, is my Facebook page, and I also have a website is www.8and12houses.com. The number eight and the word in. I'm working on a new website that's going to be my name, but it's not up and running yet. I'm, I'm okay. working harmaturnershot.com. It's not live, but it will be my website in the future. Okay. So if you're listening to this in the future, future. Yes. Not the near future. It's yes. When, where It's 2022 right now. Fall yes. of 2020, summer, end of summer, beginning of fall. Summer. I'm ready for fall. I love October. It's my so you'll probably hear this in October, November originally, yeah. but if you come back to it, check out your hopefully new website. Yes. Thank Carmen you. Turner shot. So thank you so much for your time today, Carmen, and for taking the time to explain this to me. I feel like anytime I have someone on who talks about astrology, I need like a new lesson. And every time I learn a little bit more and and it makes a little bit more sense to me. So for some of you, this might've been very basic for me. It was a great, I think, I don't even want to say refresher, but it opened me up again to thinking about all of this. So thank you, Carmen. Thank you. I appreciate it. Like what you heard today and want to hear more, wondering what comes next and what it all means. Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, 
and the space between. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 